Hey there, I am Dr. Jerry Crete, and you're listening to Be With The Word. And uh, very excited to be with you. This is uh, the upcoming the sixth Sunday in Ordinary Time. And this is what we count as episode 65. Now I will say the last two weeks, I only did a hear the word. So if anybody was wondering, um, there, were, there was no corresponding Be With The Words for two weeks. Um, but I'm back, I'm back. I've been just super busy. I've been focusing on hear the word and I've been doing these meditations. I've really been trying to incorporate, oh, some really good meditations from the traditions of EMDR and ego state therapy and other things. And I'm having so much fun doing them. I get kind of excited. So uh, I hope you've been listening to those. I they correspond really beautifully to the readings. So I've been blending in the Sunday readings with these meditations and I feel like the meditations can really help you grow. They would be what I would call as an MDR therapist resources. It's not therapy at all. It's just resourcing. It's strengthening our strengthening our resources. And I've been focusing a great deal on our spiritual and faith resources because I think that's a gift that we have from God as Catholics is and Christians in general as to have spiritual resources and why not use them? Um, I absolutely love using them myself, so they help ground me. So we've done things like a uh, safe or calm place exercise or light stream or um, nurturing figure. There's others that we can incorporate and bring our faith into it. Uh, so wonderful, so exciting, so powerful and life-changing. All right, but I also was busy. I'm working on a... Um, uh, little talk for, for the Hallow app. So I hope that will come out in the next few months. I uh, also did a talk with Dr. Peter on his uh, Integrated Catholic uh, podcast. His podcast is so fantastic. He just did a whole series on masturbation, which is brilliant. Uh, and I came in and we did uh, a little segment, uh, two segments on pornography. So if you're interested, please check out his podcast, which you can get on our Souls and Hearts website as well. Um, also, I did a, a, uh, I've been participating with Tom McCabe. Tom is a dear friend, and uh, he's uh, done a lot of work in Theology of the Body Institute. Uh, he uh, has his master's from uh, a Franciscan University in Steubenville. Uh, he's just done all kinds of great things over his career, and he has a special focus on the issue of forgiveness. And we're running a pilot program in a pilot community right now. And uh, so if you want to get in on that, uh, once the pilot is done, you may want to uh, take that course or join uh, that, um, uh, that community. So send us a message at soulsandhearts.com and we'll add you to the waiting list. All right, let's just, I'm going to say a few words. I'm not, this is again, not a long show. We're keeping it nice and short because uh, there's more attention being given on hear the word for the meditations. But a few important things I wanted to say. These readings were pretty powerful. I mean, we have a reading here from um, Leviticus. And the part that really stands out to me um, is the lepers. And here it says, He shall dwell apart, making his abode outside the camp. So literally the lepers are sent outside the camp, right? And from my studies years ago, I had to take courses, uh, course, two courses in Hebrew scriptures. And one thing I learned was the attitude of the um, ancient Hebrews 
to life and death and what that, how that corresponded to being clean or unclean. And so when you were um, unclean, it's any time any bodily fluids or um, were, were uh, loosened, if you will. So a woman menstruating or a man coming back from war after being bloodied, um, all these incidents were considered being closer to death than to life. And when you were closer to death, right, childbirth, um, uh, war, anything that had fluids, basically, um, you were unclean and you had to go into the temple and you had to offer sacrifice and you had to go through rituals in order to become clean again. But a leper had a disease. So any disease made you closer to death and therefore unclean. If you had leprosy, you couldn't be healed. So you were basically put outside of the town so that you didn't create more uncleanliness, if you will, in the town. Right. So you were literally an outcast and you had to say leprosy. You had to let people know what you had. So, wow. Talk about rejection. Right. And it was for the good of society that you had to say unclean, unclean whenever anybody walked by. So I think that is something to understand better to make sense of the other readings. So once we then go to the readings, and we see in the gospel, we see Christ himself um, move with pity, right? He stretched out his hand uh, to this man and he touched him and he said, I do will it be made clean. Now we, now we understand Jesus's power in a whole new way. It would have been obvious to the Hebrews and less obvious to us now that Jesus literally moved that man away from death, away from being unclean, into being clean. In other words, into relationship, back aloud among the people, back aloud into um, the community, into temple worship, what have you. So, to, and then it says, the leprosy left him immediately and he was made clean. Whoa. So from the Hebrew context and understanding, that was saying he was God because, or at least he had, he was priestly. He had a priestly power that went beyond the norm because he didn't go through rituals and he didn't go through a sacrifice. He literally commanded it. So when we understand the background, wow, this powerful, this is powerful. So basically Jesus comes to reverse condemnation. I want to link that, oh, and, and bring us into connection with him. I want to link that up with the second reading that is with St. Paul. All right, the second reading, which is with St. Paul, he says, whether we eat or drink or whatever you do, do everything for the glory of God. Again, eating and drinking were prescribed by the law. So right away, he's sort of saying eating and drinking is not the thing that makes you clean or unclean because the there were things you could eat that would take you like if it was had blood in it blood of an animal fluids flowing then that took you into closer to death and you were unclean um he said it doesn't matter he said avoid giving offense though to jews or greeks so we're not trying to upset the jews so we're not going to go out of our way to eat things in front of them to upset them that's not what they're trying to do so that's why he says 
try to please everyone in every way because he doesn't want the Jews unduly all, you know, as we say in Canada, getting their knickers tied up in a knot. We want them to not be worried about this issue, not seeking my own benefit. So it's, in other words, it's not seeking what I want, right? But that of the many that they may be saved. So again, wow, that's so interesting that he says uh, we must be imitators, uh, be imitators of me as I am of Christ. So ultimately be an imitator of Christ. And that means you care more about the person than about even being right, right? Because at this point, the Jews didn't need to do those ritual sacrifices anymore. But you know what? That's not the point Paul's, Paul's saying. Right, I need to please everyone in every way. And now he's not talking about codependency, right? In psychological terms, we might see that as codependent or enmeshed or, or losing himself, his identity, right? So many of us are codependent. I define codependency, right? In terms of my identity belongs somewhere else. So I have to please everybody else in order to have a sense of myself. Right. And so people are happy with me, then my identity is good. If people are unhappy with me, then my identity goes down into the toilet. So that is not what St. Paul is doing here. In fact, it's quite the opposite. I know who I am. I am secure in my relationship with God. I am secure in how he loves me. And therefore, I can actually have grace and understanding toward others because I know myself enough and I know the mission, which is to bring people to Christ. And I'm not going to let um, other people's issues and struggles get in the way of that. So interesting, right? Because I think that we often go to battle on points Right? We go to battle on points with people. Maybe they're political points. Maybe they're religious churchy points. Whatever it is, we go to battle with people, right? Thinking that by being right, that we're going to convince them. When in fact, we end up hurting them. We end up possibly even having them you know, walk away, turn away from our Christianity totally even possibly. So I'm really going to encourage us to take St. Paul's position, right? And then also just another highlight is that God wants to bring, right? He wants to bring us closer to in relationship with him. He wants us to be clean, if you will. He wants us to be away from death, if you will. And, what, how, and he reverses the whole Hebrew way of thinking about it by saying it is going to be through an act of faith and through grace, receiving grace, that you receive that gift, that you receive closeness to him, that you are made clean. All we have to do is turn to him in faith and repentance. Um, as good Catholics, we'll go to confession, sure. And we are, we are brought into full relationship with him. What what good news. What awesome news. All right, guys, that's all I have for you today, that little message. I hope you have a great day, a great week. I uh, hope you're listening to Hear the Word. love to hear what you think of these meditations, if they're helping you or not. I've heard a few messages from some people who, who are really getting a lot out of them. 
uh, over at Hear the Word. And uh, also any thoughts on upcoming shows, any topics you'd like us to do, be very happy to. All right. Well, take good care. God bless. And remember, be still, believe, be loved.